Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I'm your host, Beth Ireland. Today I have with me Michelle Karkoska. She um, is, well, I think of her as the queen of cats, but that's not actually your title. What is it? I am the cat room team leader currently. Um, At the Animal Rescue League. We should say, clarify in case anybody was wondering. Um, How long have you been at the league altogether? I'm going into my fifth year. I originally started out part-time and then I just finished my 90 days for full time. So I asked you here today just because um, I think you're an interesting person. I think you're one of the phenomenal staff that we have. And I just wanted to share about you with everybody who cares to listen. Okay. So um, what brought you to the Rescue League in the beginning to start? Um, I originally started out there volunteering, just walking dogs, things like that. And I was actually friend with an old employee. Um, So that's kind of how I originally got hooked up into it. And then um, Harry Brown actually offered me a part-time job. So I was working there part-time, two nights a week, and then every weekend when I originally started. Um, And I was working a full-time job within a school district. Um, And then was at the school district for about almost, I was going into my eighth year. And then something arose that there was a position open at the shelter, and Harry offered me a job, and I took it. Because my goal in life is kind of, I I would love to do humane officer work. So it was kind of like I needed to take that leap of faith and and, and take the job just to get my foot into the door. Did you work with cats forever since the beginning? or No, I did both. I primarily started off in dogs and then just kind of fell into the cat end of it and started doing primarily the cats. That's strange to me that you say you fell into it because when I see you with those cats, like I've never seen anything more natural in the whole wide world, like the way you handle them and they just, you're just so comfortable with cats. Um, So is that where, is that where your preference lies? Um, I like both. I mean, but obviously my, my passion is more the cats, but I have no ill feelings towards the dogs. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't mind working with the dogs at all, but I mean, my passion is mostly the cats because of doing rescue and things like that. Um, so tell us, you're the team leader. Tell us exactly what that means. Um, basically, I oversee the cat room. I make sure that everything coming in is checked in properly. Um, what needs to go back to the adoption floor, what needs to be kept in holding, what needs to go into the sick room if they're not well. Um, I handle writing up the vet checks. I also oversee the critter room, which is like the bunnies and the guinea pigs and things like that, mm-hmm. um, to make sure that they're being taken care of on a daily basis. Um, I interact with the clients that come in, customers if they need any information on a lot of the cats, because I pretty much know everybody mm-hmm. to a T in their personalities. So I like to kind of match up people that are interested in adopting that certain cat with a cat that we may or may not have. Um, and that's basically it. It's basically just overseeing the entire cat room, making sure everything gets done right. So if somebody comes in and they don't have a cat, right. but they're there and they say, Michelle, I want a cat. Okay. What do you tell them to do? Um, I usually run through like, have you, have you ever owned a pet before? If so, what? Um, what are you looking for in a cat, companion-wise? Like, do you want a lap cat? Do you want something that's playful? Have you done any research on it? Especially if we have any type of exotic breed, like long hairs, you know, Siamese or anything like that. Like, I really try to match them up with the right people that they belong with because mm-hmm. um, they can be a little bit more of a high-maintenance cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically see exactly what it is that they're looking for, and then I go through the normal. Like, these are the things you're going to need. You're going to need a litter box. This is a cat that may or may not take a lot of time. If you have children, this is what you really need to try and do with the kids, with the cat, and things like that. So I really try to make sure that they have the right cat and that it's the right place for both of them. Right. Um, w- when somebody adopts a cat from us, uh, 
We just talked to another lady who said her dog came fully loaded. Yes. Um, her dog came microchipped, spayed. Tell, yes. us, tell us what somebody is pretty much guaranteed to get when they adopt a cat from us. Um, the adoption fee includes the spay and neuter. Um, if they are not spayed and neutered before the adopter takes them, we now do what we call a deposit where they can put a deposit down and we will try to get that cat done the next day. If for any reason, if it's like over a weekend and it's a Saturday, we'll do it on Monday mm-hmm. um, as long as there's space. If it's the customer's preference to take that cat home, the front desk will make an appointment and then they'll bring the cat back. If it's a kitten that's too young to be spayed or neutered, we do it at four months. So they'll make the appointment and have it come back. Um, set First set of shots are always done, which includes distemper, uh, deworming, and then also advantage for flea product. We pretty much do that year round just in case. Um, we also test the cat for feline AIDS and leukemia, which can be a very life-shortening disease if they get it. Um, and then if that cat does test positive, we try to get it into a rescue if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely want to make sure that they're not because it is contagious. The leukemia end is contagious to the other cats. Um, and then the microchipping is also included in that as well. So basically when you adopt a cat from us, you're getting um, you're getting hopefully a very healthy cat. Of course, yes. we can't always tell every single right. thing that might come up. But in right. general, we're making sure that we're sending out healthy cats. Yep. Um, we're trying very hard to match the personality of the cat to the family that it's going to. Yep. Um, I, I guess what I'm getting at here is if you're coming to the rescue league for a cat, talk to Michelle because that's what she's there for. And she's going to help you find um, a companion that's going to fit right into your house. So Michelle, the other part of what you do in your spare time, like not only do you spend all day with cats because you work at the league, yep. but you also volunteer for a local rescue. Um, so tell us the name of that rescue. Um, it's called the Catworks. The Catworks. And they are local to Berks County? They are. They're primarily based out of Reading. Our mailing address is um, a P.O. box up in Reading. But is it a, it's a nonprofit organization that basically goes into shelters near and far. We go as far as Cumberland, New Jersey. We've gone as far as New York. Um, but right now we primarily deal with Philadelphia, Acton, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the Animal Rescue League, and Chester County SPCA are kind of our three big local hitters that we hit. Um, so basically what they'll do is somebody down there in our life-saving organization will call me up because I'm the primary person that pulls in all the cats for the rescue. Um, they'll say, hey, we have a cat here that we really think your rescue might be interested in or we're having trouble placing this cat. Could you come down and take a look at it? Um, from there, I basically go down. I take a look at the cat, see if it's something that I feel can may or may not be adopted. Um, try to match it up with the right foster home that we have because we are all foster home, home-based. We do not have a shelter, so it basically comes into our organization and needs to go right into a foster home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's released from the shelter, comes in with us. We try to do a two-week hold on it just to make sure like they're not going to come up with a URI or things like that. If it's something that's medically needed to be done, we get it right down to our vet. Um, and then we're treated from there. Um, and then after that two weeks, they're put up for adoption. We do an adoption event every other Saturday at Petco Y Missing mm-hmm. from 11 to 4. Um, we're there. Um, we also have a website, thecatworksinc.org, that you can go on to and see our cat. And We do do some dogs. Um, our dogs are small, though. It's usually only like three or four dogs in the group at a time. Um, but we primarily are cats, and all the cats are listed on Pet Finder. Um, and there again, we try to match up the right cats with the right homes. But it's primarily the exotics that can't get placed, a lot of Bengals, a lot of Siamese. During kitten season, we obviously have a ton of kittens because we'll help out the rescues. Um, but it's basically the same goal as the shelter, trying to find them forever homes. It's right. just 
mostly foster based. One of the things um, I think people might not know in general about um, our shelter specifically, um, and probably many, many others, is that there are all of these other rescue organizations yes. like CatWorks, um, whose sole purpose is to come in and pull animals from us so that it frees up space for us. Um, it results in lower euthanasia rates yeah. and, um, you know, more space for us to save more animals. So these relationships that we have with rescues are absolutely, absolutely vital. Like yes. we cannot say enough about them. So we um, are so thankful to all those rescues that we work with. Um, and we're really lucky, Michelle, with you that you not only work with us, but you also work with CatWorks. So um, it's kind of a neat relationship. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk on future podcasts about some other uh, rescues that we have that same relationship with. So, Michelle, what do you have at home for pets? Oh, my. Um, (laughs) Well, we call it the petting zoo. So let me just start off by that. Um, Currently, right now, I have seven cats of my own, all of which kind of have come in through CatWorks or the Animal Rescue League and just kind of touched me one way or another and just never left my home. They may have intentionally been pulled for cat works, but they just <laughs> never left. Um, some of them have some medical issues. Some do not. Um, some are just ones that have made themselves homes and just would never be easy to place. So we've just kind of kept them in our house. I have an African gray mm-hmm. and an Indian ringneck. Uh, they're both in the parrot family. And I have two dogs. I have a Pitbull boxer mix. He is nine. I adopted him from the Animal Rescue League when he was six months old. Aww. That was actually my first pit bull which I have to say I was a little nervous, but <laughs> he has turned out to be an absolute gem. And currently we just adopted Persia about almost a year ago. She came in with a litter of puppies um, that were actually put in our stray building. Um, and she was one of the ones that was not doing well originally. But she is a, somebody had DNA done on her, I have to remember, Mastiff, Poodle, Golden, and lab mix so yeah she reminds you of a golden doodle but apparently she's got some mastiff and things in there which, and you know, yeah but that's funny she's funny and i also foster um we have a foster puppy right now Haley, that's from the animal rescue oh, you still have her yep. i met Haley. yep so we she's still have cute. her so and you have a daughter i do right so. and an 11 year old and my dad my dad lives with me as well so. i can't even imagine what i can't imagine spending all day with cats and then in your spare time you're doing the volunteering work for cat works and then going home to your to petting my foster zoo. to I my mean, petting zoo and right. i have cat works fosters at home too i have about 12 fosters currently right now oh my gosh so yes it is a cat house i think it's so interesting one of the things that i'm learning um by talking to you guys through these podcasts is when you work in animal rescue you have a love for animals, period. Like, this Absolutely. isn't about, like, no. you have a computer job and you could work in one of ten different yep. um, areas. Like, the people who work at the Rescue League love animals. And it shows yep. in what they do at our job, what their personal lives are like, and what they do in their spare time. And you are such a good example of that, of all of those pieces. And the love that you have is, it's palpable talking to you or watching Michelle interact um, in our cat room. Like, you can't mistake it. So that's it, Michelle. This was easy, right? Absolutely. I promised you it would be painless. <laughs> yes. So um, I want to thank you for coming and sharing your story. Um, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in to listen to us once again. If you would like to learn more about the cats we have for adoption, you can go to our website at www.berksarl.org and click on the adoption tab and then the cat tab. And if you ever have any questions, you can um, walk into the league and ask for Michelle or call and ask for Michelle. And if she's not there, we have several other um 
cat princesses that yep. can answer your questions. So uh, thank you for tuning in and listening to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. We'll talk to you next week.